Blog Talk Radio. Good God, man. <laughs> no giggling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review, the show where we see movies and then instantly react. We'll say react. Except not this week because that's not that's not what we're doing this week. <laughs> we're baiting and switching. Um, yeah, I am Mark Eastman from RUScreening.com, and my co-host, as always, is Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, actually, um, I, you know, I want to say even before we start, not that you know, <laughs> of course, what viewers are looking for or what listeners are looking for, right, is for me to just constantly babble for no reason, but. Um, I wanted to say, again, just thanks to the listeners, because the last right. three weeks have been awesome for our numbers. Right. And, um, you know, I won't even, I, I can't even say numbers, because, you know, like half the people will say, wow, that's You're making incredible. That you, you couldn't and have the, half a million right, people. When, right. The, other, know, the sorry, other half but, will go, you call that interesting numbers? Right, Who cares yeah, about that? Right. But um, anyway, our numbers have been great, and... Even though we do get featured on Blog Talk Radio, which is uh, super cool, yep. uh, those numbers don't all come from that. Shade seriously is getting a call right now. That's cool. Sorry. Um, but, I mean, listeners are obviously sharing, and I, I don't know, but listeners are coming from somewhere, and they're not all coming from just the fact that we get featured on, on Blog Talk Radio. Right. And so here's a cool test, too. Last week I thought it was a great test because it was – it was super huge, The Dark Knight Rises, yep. but we were back to Sunday, which the previous two weeks we've been on Saturday. And now here is a the double whammy <laughs> test, right? Right. Like we're on Sunday and we're not even reviewing a movie. So right. let's see we'll if anybody see. tunes into that. This is the this is the litmus test of what is working and what doesn't. <laughs> That's so. right. And does and does anyone care? But actually, last week we even had great live listeners. Yeah, that was big. So that was doubly cool. Um, this week. Uh, as I'm sure you know from if you're if you're tuned into this, there should be some explanation in front of you. But we are going to kind of look back and look ahead on the summer in general, and uh, you know maybe go over a few things from movies we've already done, right? And then take a look at at what's what's in store for us as we kind of move into fall. And probably we will talk a little bit about just the fact that this is really a crazy summer. We yeah. both have several times commented that this is this has turned into a, a really weird summer. And now here's one of the things we wanted to look back at some movies we've we've already gone over, including even The Dark Knight, which we just did for an hour and a half, which seems <laughs> crazy right. to go back more. But then, you know, we realized some things we didn't talk about and like Spider-Man had some things we didn't talk about it. And, and I, I have to say as weird as this is, this is the thing I love about this show. And, you know, another thing that people really want to tune in for is, you know, people to talk about why they love their own show. But, <laughs> right. but what I really like about this show is it's like every week, as soon as we're done with the show, you know, we come back to, oh, I didn't talk about this or I didn't right. talk about that. And that's why I like it, because one of the things that stood out for us both equally, I think, about Spider-Man is that we hated the soundtrack. Yeah, and we never – it was funny. Once we wrapped the show and we were just talking in the kitchen, we were just like, oh, man. And, and how did we how did we how not did we, talk and, about that? I think right. I mentioned something. You sprang – like you got wide-eyed, and you're like, I wanted to talk about how annoying this I, was. I, I, I so and, did. And that is the thing that that I kind of love about the show, and I hope that listeners do too, because you know, if we review the movie, we would obviously talk about the soundtrack. We would, you know, digest for a long time. We would make little notes or whatever. We would put it all together, right? And we would get to, you know, the acting was this and the soundtrack was that. But in this show, it's like, was the soundtrack that important? I guess it wasn't because it didn't come up. Right. And it's it's not what you can put together as a movie review and kind of spit it out. It's like these are the things that are hitting me right now, that are right in the front of my mind right now as we walk out of the theater. And right. I think that's so cool, even though it leads to the fact that we don't talk about <laughs> – yeah. 
a lot of stuff. So um, that's why I thought this was a good week. Maybe we should go back and look at a few other movies. Um, look at look at a few other things about movies that we've already done. And, you know, now that, of course, I think about it, I'll open up the chat. Right. This would be a great week for somebody to just throw some stuff out on the chat, potentially call in. We had a caller last week. It was, was a little tricky. Cool. Yep. But uh, we've found the solution, but we just don't have it yet. But we can still, you know, callers will, it'll still work. Um, but one of the things that I think is so funny is that we keep talking about the soundtrack in Spider-Man. It's not even like, it's not even like that just that week we went, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Right. But so what I thought would be interesting is to go back uh, through a few of the movies in case there's anything else we want to know. And then um, maybe our, we have a little bit of a different reaction to the movie now that yeah. it's been a while. Right. Since we saw awesome. it, and and maybe we'll have a little bit warmer feeling now that it's not so fresh or something like that. And also, we'll we'll kind of look at the movies coming up in the near future. Right. What we're going to be and, reviewing as we move along a little bit. Right. And what we're going to be reviewing, and it, it all kind of comes together in this strange summer. But we are about to hit, as we look forward, we are about to hit kind of this weird black hole of September where there's not a lot yeah. that's super interesting. It's, you know, back to school, end of the summer. And it's like this no man's land in the theater where, it, you know, it's not late enough that we want to kick out these big things before Christmas when it's moving into awards time. Right. And it's not summer. So, I don't know, is anyone going to the theater anyway? Well, I guess we'll put this movie out and hopefully someone will show up. But there right. are there are weird empty zones. There are, and but there's still I was I was feeling a little bit better because we'd talked off and on about doing this type of show, tagging it along with we knew we couldn't do it with The Dark Knight. We were just going to talk too long about it. But maybe on another show over the last couple of weeks, I thought we might be able to do it with Savages because um, it seemed like it was not a whole lot to say about the film, and still we found a lot and, to say and yet, about the that film. Tur that turned into but we've a we've been both show. echoing each other to some extent about like how strange the summer has been again, and how weird it's felt. And and I say that by way of saying now that I've looked a little bit both at your list and and remembering some of the films that are still to come, there's still a little hope. Not that the summer is loss or won, you know, with just a couple films, but. It, it reminds me that there still are some things that I'm excited for, still some things I can't wait to do the show you know, about, and right. still just even things that we may not even cover for the show, films I'm looking forward to seeing. Right. But it's, it is, this is my favorite time of year, um, the summer films, even more so than the Oscar push, um, for me anyway, and it's been kind of disappointing. You know, and it's it's going to be fun to try to figure out yeah, as much as really, we can really why and how and what and. But I'm still, by way of saying, I'm I'm still kind of excited to see, even though the, even though some of them look kind of questionable. I'm in a questionable summer <laughs> mode. Yeah, so you're you're looking forward to the Expendables. I'm, I'm pretty, hungry. Pretty big. I'm I'm not sure I'm sold on Total Recall, but I'm looking forward to having fun trying to figure out if I like it or not. I feel like I really kind of am looking forward to Are Total you? Recall because wow. that's the first movie. I'll tell you, when I first heard that they were remaking Total Recall, which yeah. is ages ago, right. obviously, right? Yeah, it's been a while. When I first heard they were remaking that, I was I was just going, "Come on, <laughs> really? We don't have anything." This is what I. This was my we first don't have feeling anything too. else. And this here's a movie, and it's getting more and more rare. Yeah. But here's a movie where the trailer kind of works for me. Yeah. The trailer gives me the impression that they're doing something pretty interesting with it. Mm -hmm. And you know, that could just that could be a trick. Yeah. <laughs> we all We've we all cool know before. Yeah. We all know how the trailers go like that, but the trailer looks pretty cool. Yeah. And looks like you know, the original Total Recall movie, it was almost like they they wanted to make a comedy and at the last second they made it not a comedy and like just shifted it. But so many things in the in the original movie are so goofy. Yeah. Even the parts you're supposed to take really seriously yeah. are like, you know, just weird Schwarzenegger line moments where 
you know, the pun it, is it, delivered. Very, yeah, yeah, it's very odd, right? And I like it. Yeah. I, I, I liked the original movie. It's it's like fun as hell, right? And and it's it, it's the right kind of goofy, maybe. It's but what it's a still got film. the goofiness. Yeah, there. exactly. And this one is like we're trying to be a little bit more serious about it. Yeah, and we're trying to maybe play around a little bit more with, you know, what does it really all mean if you are not really you, and did right. you program yourself, or did somebody program a thing to make you say you program? I mean, right. just like you know, layer after layer. Yep. And I'm all for that. And it and it looks pretty interesting, yeah. and it has some cool action stuff going on. Yeah, in it too. So since we're talking about that anyway, we might as well just start with like what's coming up, I guess. Okay. I mean, because clearly we can ne- work backwards. Clearly next week is going to be total recall. Right. And and I'm really kind of looking forward to it. I would not be surprised. And, you know, like I said, I could be wrong. Every good thing about the movie could be in the trailer, but I would not be surprised if I was not leaning pretty high on that on that movie after we see it. I had such a fun time, you know, this was years and years and years and then more even years and years and years ago that it came out. You know, and Paul Verhoeven was this guy at that time who made films like this. I mean, right. this is only a more shinier version than RoboCop, really. Right. You know, there's just blood everywhere and bullets exploding in people's bodies and action and fun and and it's kind of a, a weird it's kind of a weird thing to say, but that's one aspect of what really makes summer films for me, which is just plug in and tune out and watch things explode right. and puns and, and actors you really like running around doing really high high right, profile right. things. And and hopefully um You don't hopefully end up it's with different like ballistics X versus Sever. Right, exactly. <laughs> hopefully it's it, hopefully it takes the source material in it in a more um you know, exact way, or it just goes in a totally different direction and tries to play it straight with no jokes, no referencing the the first version, just really is maybe more gritty. I don't know. It's hard to tell from the trailer. The trailer doesn't seem to be terribly humorous. No. The ter- the trailer seems to be very serious. Right. And, and that's exciting. Right. The, tra- like, that the trailer does not uh, give you any any indication that there's like some comic relief happening right. or something Nothing. like that. And I'm okay with very that. Serious. If, yeah. if Schwarzenegger in the 90s is in a film, you know you're getting puns and explosions unless he's got Danny DeVito near him, in right. which case that's okay. This this just doesn't look like it's going to have any jokes in it at all, and that's equally okay no, with me. but it looks pretty cool. And it also looks kind of uh, – it looks kind of dark, and it – yeah. The thing that I like about it from the trailer is that it looks like it kind of has its own theory of the future and yeah. what it looks like and not copying the, anybody else. The is, set we're yeah. the set we're putting together for it and it's not just like, well, here's the obvious this is the future kind of stuff. It yeah. looks it looks pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so we're both looking I mean, this is also kind of we're we're really not structured with this show. We're just kind of figuring this out on the No, way. we're just making this. But as we right go now. along, you know, it sounds like we're both because that's what we both love. That's right. Yeah, ho- hopefully. It sounds like we're both looking forward to Total Recall. Yeah, I'm so, okay. I'm really looking forward to it. And that will be a movie, I think. That will be like a test <laughs> where I mean I could just chuck the whole summer all together. If that movie, t- if I t- if yeah. it turns out that I hate that movie, right? This summer will just go down <laughs> right. in history as like the worst summer ever. Right. Which is one of the things that's so weird about it is because it's got the Avengers and Dark Knight yeah. Rises, yeah, which were both great, yeah, and yet it's, it's got the whole everywhere. the whole yeah. su- the summer as a whole, yeah, is horrible. <sighs> so um, the week after that, we may be doing a double. Diary of a Wimpy Kid? No. Uh, The Bourne Legacy and The Campaign. Oh, right. Now, I'm not, uh, you know, I'll be honest. I'm not super interested to see The Campaign. It's, and you know, I like Will Ferrell. Yeah. And I'm kind of okay with Zach Galifianakis. If I don't um, think too I, much I, about him, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't love him, and I'm not a huge fan of the character he plays most of the time. Who's just, you know, he's he's getting like typecast as like obnoxious for the sake of being obnoxious. You know, where right. the characters he plays are not real characters. They're just what's the most obnoxious thing he could do right, right. now, and then that's what he'll do. Right. But. You know he's he's okay. I'm okay with him, and I really like Will Ferrell. But this movie looks just like one side, you know, too mm-hmm. far of just too stupid for me, right? To like really fall in love with it. 
Um, but we may have a special treat right. involved with that movie, and it's still a couple of weeks away, so that's still kind of getting nailed down. So we may end up kind of having to see both of them and just do like yeah, a that's okay. Just do like a double show. Yeah. And I I am. It's funny because we've gone back and forth on the board legacy because you guys oh, say man. one negative thing about <laughs> that's in any way related to the movie, and then now all of a sudden it's like I know that you, you don't want to see that and hate all the board well, it's movies. Been, it's been <laughs> hilariously fun ever since we did the Avengers. I think that's when we first started seeing it. Maybe it was just before that. We. I've seen the Bourne Legacy in front of every film all summer long. Oh yeah, it has it has been the most consistently previewed. Oh yeah, movie there, and when we first saw it, you and I, you know, you immediately had this like stiff back reaction, like oh god, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This looks like so much fun. <laughs> like I don't care that you know Damon isn't in it. You know, it's fine. I like Jeremy Renner, but then you you succinctly surmised what your issue was, and you just said, I hate him. No, you said <laughs> no. You said I just don't. I don't know if I buy him in that role. Yeah, and I, I understand. I did that. say I hate him, and I actually, I actually like him just fine. Right. And and here's the kind of curious thing that comes out of my reaction once I even like think about having to explain it more. I don't know that he stands out as like the person I would obviously pick to mm-hmm. be in that role. And and you know if I'm saying you, we're going to make another Bourne movie, Damon's out. Get me somebody. Get somebody. Yeah. He, he's just not the guy who would be at the top of my list. I think. Yeah. And and That's not not for any bad reason or anything. Not that he's like not right. a good he actor. Hasn't, he hasn't it's deserved that. He just it, doesn't just come that, to your mind. No. Yeah. It's right. just that you know it. certain people don't well, kind we, of look like whatever. But right. here's the thing that's interesting about it is when the first Bourne movie came out, I went Matt Damon. Right. But then I've, I, I what's loved good, him. What's Goodwill Hunting doing with a guy? Yeah. But then I I ended up liking him in all the movies, and I think he. He, he took that role yeah. and and ran with it like crazy and and really made himself yeah. fit into it. Yep. And he was great. But when I first saw, you know, Jeremy well, Matt Renner, Matt Damon's yeah. going to be in it, and and not only that, but I mean, ages before the movie came out, because I'm a big fan of the books. Right. And and so then you just hear the first things, you know, ages before the movie comes out, Matt Damon cast as yeah. Jason Bourne. I'm like. What? <laughs> yeah, that's going to suck. How is he just yeah. born? So, I don't know. It's just the same kind of thing as that. And so, you know, the trailers don't look bad. It's not like he doesn't look like he he works in it in the, sure. what you see in the trailers anyway. Thankfully, the trailer has also been the exact same trailer. I haven't seen five different versions giving away 15 different right. movie moments. Right, I've seen eight or nine trailer. different parts. Yeah. And in a weird way, that's refreshing, too, because one of these days... maybe Because that's even... not what you usually get. No, it really isn't. A whole summer of a trailer. You see movie, yeah. all kinds of different looks, and you probably see the end three different ways. Right. You know, and maybe one of these days when we, you know, when we get talking about stuff, we'll even do a show about trailers. Right. You know, about part of, part of what we love and what we don't love, but, you know, even good things coming up. Um, but I've been pretty thankful it's just been the same right. the same three, four, I guess it's maybe two or three. I minutes, think so. I, I have actually seen a different TV spot where it has much of the same stuff from really? the same trailer, but I then it know. has some other I haven't seen that yet. Some other pieces. So huh. so that's actually that's actually um very cool for me as a person who right. you know, ends up seeing all these trailers. Yeah. Because a lot of times, especially if you're going through the whole summer seeing trailers, yeah, like you said, you by the time you're done, you've seen half the movie at right. least. I mean, you, you right. see everything. It's so coming. easy. Well, I mean, just just shifting a, a little bit back to the campaign, like what you were saying about liking Will Ferrell, not necessarily disliking Zach Galifianakis, but not always being warmed up to him. I remember when uh, I remember when Talladega Nights came out, and I just remember looking at that that trailer. And uh, not that anyone in the audience should really know this, but I'm not really a NASCAR kind of guy. Like yeah. it's just so far removed from my world of right. interests. But I like Will, you know, I like Will Ferrell, and I have always we're, liked. We're him. in the we're in the wrong state, really. For <laughs> we really are to be. But that, that movie was so ridiculously funny. It reminded me that even though the trailer seemed uninteresting to me, and, yeah. and I've gone back and I've seen it after the fact, not like recently, but I remember watching it later and being like, "Wow, the movie was so much fun." I laughed so hard, right? And I didn't think it looked good at all. To say and, that and, about the campaign and, 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 you is you know, kind of similar. The trailer similar. was like that. And it was. It, it may be very similar. The campaign, campaign looks like that to me. It looks like, man, I really like Will Ferrell, but this doesn't look very interesting to me. And it, I, it's so ridiculous to say I'm either going to be right or wrong because, uh, right. obviously, <laughs> I'm going to be right or wrong. But 
I could very well just lose my mind laughing at the right. film or walk out and just look at you and be like, that was really yeah, something. Thanks for making me you know, do that. Go right. summer 2012. Yeah. It, you know, it is funny that we get into all this uh, trailer talk and everything, but it, it, it can really be funny when you get a particular movie like that where, you know, the people making the movie, putting the trailer together, yeah. trying to get people to show up are going, this is what will get people to show up. Yeah. And what it does is it, it's kind of the same thing as a similar reaction to Ted, although I did not like Ted, right. you know, all that much. Right. But it was still way better than I thought it was going to be from the trailer. Right. The trailer, to me, made it look even even more stupid and juvenile yeah. than it was. And it's just a weird thing when you get those things that come together where people are trying to get people to show up mm-hmm. and you know for Ted it's like I don't know can we make it look as right ludicrous as possible that's what's going to get people to come to this movie yeah because I mean what's the theory there because people <laughs> who really like good movies anyway uh, you know are not going to the talking bear movie no matter what we no show matter them, what right doesn't matter or, or something I don't know what it is and yeah. and it's like with you know Talladega Nights it's like Show this because because what yeah. because you know the, the the people who will show up to a NASCAR movie anyway right. are we want them to see this trailer I don't know I it's think so weird it's just a it's just a quick throwaway memory I think it was one of the movies that I had picked when I was helping do some of this for Entertainment Weekly oh yeah and I remember when I chose it. You know, I remember people just being like, really? Like, you like – and I'm thinking, guys, it's not just the NASCAR influence. The trailer right. looks bad, but there's just something about it that right. even though it wasn't hitting me, there was some weird thing about Will Ferrell in this. And, you know, that's one of that's one of Will Ferrell's, like, greatest yeah. things is that he can – even when he was on Saturday Night Live, because I'm telling you, when – you know, I – don't watch Saturday Night Live religiously or anything. Yeah. And even when he was big on it, I didn't. I mean, I didn't either. You know, pretty much like after college, I yeah. I lost interest in Saturday Night Live. But um but I'll I'll watch it once in a while when there's good people on. But one of the things of him on Saturday Night Live is he would take skits that I would if you described the skit to me, I'd go, Why would I ever watch right. that skit? I'll it never get that. Three like the back. dumbest thing yeah. ever. And yet <laughs> yeah. he makes it hilarious. Perfect. Right. So he's got that whole – that's just yeah. like – that's practically his gig yeah. is give me something that it doesn't seem give like it'll work right. and, and I'll, I'll make it, it work. I'll make yeah. it work. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the campaign will be great. Okay. Um, after the campaign – and then you know we don't need to go uh, horrendous long times on this. No. After but... the campaign, we have an interesting week that I don't know what to do with. And maybe you, know, you have some input and I, maybe I totally other do. people will have some input or something. Yeah. But um, the kind of the big-ish thing, I guess, I almost don't even want to d- proclaim this the big thing right. because it will hurt my brain, is The Expendables 2. Right. And then there's also Paranorman is right. out that week. And then coming out that week, although it, it's got like a midweek release, but, but it's basically the same week, is The Odd Life of Timothy Green. Right. And I'm pretty interested to see that, actually. And I'm fairly interested to see Paranorman because it looks weirdly interesting. It, yeah. And even though, you know, it's like the whole kid movie thing that we had that conversation. Which has we, been really funny. You've, you've, been, you've been a very mean ageist, like this movie equivalent of this guy on his porch shaking his cane. Like we've, right. not, we've not reviewed any kids' films, right. so to say. I mean, you know, Avengers is more kid-friendly than The Dark Knight, but – right. If if it were but we did we didn't me. we didn't do Brave or right, Ice right. Age or whatever. and there um, were other things really it, it certainly it certainly might be a little surprising to love summer movies as much as I just said I did and I do and to love films with you know big names and, and action and, to and things to and to not want to see too. the Expendables too and it's not about not wanting to see the Expendables too I would be very happy to go see you know all the guys blowing everything up in the world again sure. I'm just a big fan of films like Paranorman right now, you know, Corpse Bride and, and like all these, craziness. you know, Coraline. And you run down this gamut of these films like that, and I'm sold. Right. You know, if it were left up to me, 
I would put down Paranorman as the film we were going to see. Well, cool. Then that's, but, what, that's what we'll do. Bar, and you watch, it'll be, it'll bar, be the worst of them, which it, will yeah. depress me to no end. But I really <laughs> love, I'm really so dialed into that stuff right now. Right. Bar, uh, barring any, you know, outrage from the right. listeners as they go, what? You are right. not going to do won't that come today. in. Right. So, But it's still, it's an interesting week, especially mm-hmm. as we're, it's it's kind of, for me, it's kind of like the, the drop-off point of, yeah. Of films. That's yep. the week where it was like we get these three at least possible like kind of things all come out at once. Yep. And after that, the next week we've got this movie Premium Rush. Yep. Which is uh, uh, Gordon Levitt. Yep. And uh, he's a bicycle messenger. He picks up the wrong thing. Yep. And people start chasing him through New York City yep. on bicycles or something. People know like that. that's kind of it. And people are saying it's like a a more intense version of Drive. Yay. Which will be interesting <laughs> to see, but you know, that, yeah, that makes no sense. But, right. uh, but I'm just telling you what people. Uh, I think I think I think it might be like a more intense version of Speed maybe <laughs> by the time it's all over. But uh, anyway, so there's that, which you know just does not look super interesting to me. The same week is Hit and Run, mm-hmm. which also does not look that interesting to me, but but looks like kind of crazy fun right. in, in its own right. in its own way. And um and there's a time to see films like that that have no sense to them but just look right. And it's really just like that, um yeah. I can't even remember exactly the thing. It's like he it, the the main guy used to be a bank robber driving the getaway cars or something. Now he's like in witness protection. And right. He's got his new life. Yeah. And so it's like his, <laughs> you know, his fiance or wife or whatever doesn't know about his past. And then all of a sudden his past shows up and starts chasing, chasing him, him and down. Yeah. Whatever. Bradley Cooper's got like this weird blonde hair craziness going on. You make it sound like a, the bad guy. You make it sound like a Coen brothers film. No, I don't. I think <laughs> first of all, I said Bradley Cooper's in it. So yeah. So you're you're off there. The okay, so that's a weird week. I think we we may lean towards hit and run right now, but that's one of those things where we, we probably won't know until we get a little closer and see yeah. what we think. Maybe I, I have no real strong feelings. Yeah, I don't way. No, and that's that's like the next few weeks. That's how the yeah. next, that's how the next few weeks go. Is like right. I don't have a great. The next week after that is lawless. Yep. And that's that's pretty much the only thing that's coming out that week that's not in limited release. Mm-hmm. And I'm not absolutely in love with that movie either. Yeah, I, I'm not all I that. Take it or leave it, yeah, I'm not super looking forward to it. The next week, the two movies are The Words and The Cold Light of Day. Yeah, not really interested in either of those. Maybe either. something else will come. The The, the Words look so weird. Yeah, and, and it's. It's one of those things where you're like, you almost think the trailer's like a joke, or right. like there's like a right. special surprise at the end, because it looks like you took the notebook but like tried to make it like dark, right? right. <laughs> Somehow, and or it's like now we're <laughs> gritty and real world drama instead of like you know goofy chick flick or right. or something like we took a script and said. Eh, you know, tweak that and make it, okay. give it back. All right, now let's have it be that. And, and you know, I don't even know what the thing is, but he steals somebody's manuscript and and sells it as his own, and it's a book that sells millions, millions of copies or yeah. something, and then it all comes out. And right. It looks really weird, and so the cold light of day is not much better, but by comparison, it it might be a lot right. better. <laughs> and then, okay, the week after that is the master. Which I'm not in love with, but it looks like it'll probably be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the week after that is Dread 3D yep. or End of Watch. I don't know what to do with either I mean, of those. We'll and get a better the, sense when we Dread, get closer, but Dread might be okay by the time we get to right. it. But right. it's it's a thing too that makes for a little bit of a weird summer in itself because we're approaching like the end of September here. Yeah. And we get, you know, we had a few weeks there where we have hardly anything interesting happening, right? Then we start getting to the very end of September. We've got Dread 3D, and the week after that, which is really the very end, I think it's like September 28th or something, Looper. Right. Which, like, both should be summer movies. They should be right in the summer play. They they both should be in the middle of summer. Yep. And now after Looper comes out, then you're in October. Right. And there are some interesting things coming out and some things that I'm really kind of looking forward to. 
And, you know, we only need to go so far into the future. So I didn't even write them all down. But right. once we get into October, there are some interesting things. And, you know, you hardly turn around then before you're looking at November things. Yeah. Once we get to that point, we will be in a very interesting situation where we will we may be doing we may be covering like a couple movies a week. Right. We will actually be covering movies like before they come out in the yeah. theater instead of a couple days after they come out in the theater. We'll be more mindful of our spoilers. So, um, well, exactly, <laughs> we'll because be. we will be under contract to do so. But it's just weird that we That's go we go through this little crazy black hole of. Yeah. Nothing astounding, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just at like the very yeah. end yeah. of the road, here are these two movies, Dread 3D and Looper, that should be hugely mm. summer. Right. We should, should have be, already seen them, really. Right. I mean, that should be way summer. Especially, yeah. you know, Looper at least has this kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of Coen Brothers. Yeah. Wildness to it. It's got. Be fun, it's got some weird. You know, it's got the whole weird. We're gonna really mess with time travel and all yeah. sorts of stuff. And and I don't know if people have seen trailers, but you know, the guy shows up and shoot him instantly, or you know, whatever. And then right. what if it's you? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, He's about to kill himself for right. the future. And, and so you know, there's the, like this weird twist that kind of makes it a little bit not so summery if it's playing enough mind games maybe but yeah. you know in the same way as you know like total recall right is at least more squarely in the summer yeah i would expect that to be in summer and, yeah, dr and dread 3d and that absolutely. is like that's as if summer you, as it gets if you have a film you know that isn't the english patient 3d if you've got 3d in the title it's gotta be in june july or august i'm right. sorry or christmas or okay, fair enough. You're right because Christmas films are to some extent just an extension of summer films. Right. Christmas has gone completely anyway, weird right, at this right. point. Christmas could be Christmas <laughs> could be anything. Like this year, I remember like the first time a movie opened on Christmas. <laughs> like when we first started that craziness of opening movies on right. Christmas. I'm like, who the hell is going <laughs> to a movie on Christmas? But but this year I it's um, Django Unchained yeah. is Christmas and. What is the other one? There's another really giant thing yeah, there is. that opens There's, on Christmas Day. It's funny to think that the summer films may be saved by Christmas Day. Right, like in a weird, right, exactly. weird by-proxy right. kind of way. Um, whatever it is, though, it's kind of summery or whatever. But, you know, Django Unchained, that could clearly be like a, right. a summer That could movie. have been a July 4th film. And Yeah. So, anyway, it's just – it's a weird – Ending yeah, to the so totally weird. weird summer. Yeah. So, like, you know, if we if we go back to earlier shows, right, and not past the Avengers, uh, not earlier than the Avengers, because that was May sixth already. Right. Right. I f I feel that even Hollywood understands that you know that first weekend in May is basically the summer kickoff. Right. And that they've and done it with um, they've done it with other films like last you know Iron Man was kind of early in the year early in the summer for them and there there's been an idea that it hasn't really been June July and August it's been really May. They, right. They would love to have the summer films be like six months long, but right. Except that yeah, before Avengers. Except you know, that there that. is. There's the weird rub about this summer because, yeah. you know, you feel like you want to say they would have the summer be six months long if they could. Right. Except that's apparently not what they're doing anymore. No. Summer films now, it's like Wrath of the Titans. I mean, when did that come out? That was way, way yeah. before it was that summer. Was, that was the first part of April. And that is clearly summer movie-ness yep. if you've ever had a summer movie. I mean, that, that's... Well, a, so was The Hunger Games. I mean, I know we're going all... That was our first show. You know? Right. We're going back, too. even though we're going to really come forward to the Avengers, but it's like what we were talking about once. There are these droughts in the year, and they're finding that there are times when they, re, when they put out a film early that maybe should be a summer film, it can generate a lot of buzz because there's no other competition. The right. summer used to be a feeding frenzy, and people would stay away. They would be like, oh, wait, this is the weekend Will Smith's movie comes out. I'm not releasing anything within two weeks of that because right. we'll get killed. And Unless it was, uh, unless it was a very specific demographic. Right. Like, uh, I can't remember exactly what week it was, but I remember we went to go see something, and it was even, I think, like early in the day. Yeah. 
And, you know, here came all the old people right, <laughs> that right. were that were coming in. I, I mean, that was really you know, surprising. The fairly old people, yeah. right, whatever. And it was the uh, the Hotel Marigold thing. Yeah. That's the kind of movie that you can yep. release at the same time. There's a very specific demographic of, you know, if The Dark Knight comes out, if right. Spider-Man comes out, if The Avengers come out, if something's going to come out, even if it's not that same week, but right. the next week or, yeah. or, or whatever. Yep. There has always been like this very specific demographic. You can be, depending on what movie it is, too. You can be like really like you know romantic comedy, like yep. you know Catherine Heigl or yeah. however you say her name, like her kind of like ro- crazy romantic comedy. Yep. Or you just have to be something like really slow. And the people who are never going to go see the Avengers, no matter right. what happens, right. But other than that, you yeah. can't come out with anything else. It's just it's funny and it's strange that whoever is making the decisions in that room, you know, in LA is thinking, well, maybe we could release this June third, but let's try March twenty fourth. Right. You know, let's put the Hunger Games up against nothing and watch it kill for five weeks. Right. And there's something to be said for that when it does. Right. You know, but anyway. Well, the Hunger Games kind of a special case too, uh, because yeah. You know, you're, uh, it's, it's almost like Twilight movies right. are kind of summer filmy, uh-huh. except that doesn't come out in the summer right. because, really, they're more girl-oriented, right? right? They're the summer films that girls are taking their boyfriends to yeah. instead of boyfriends taking their girlfriends right. to, you know, the Avengers or yeah. whatever. And this is, a weird, this is a weird summer, too, because in the actual summer, we don't really have... A lot of guy movies. Yeah, we don't because I don't really count Batman or Spider Man or the Avengers as too guy oriented. Right. That you know they have kind of, especially with the help of Iron Man, I think yeah. in the last few years anyway, they have kind of become like an equal game. Yeah. And it's more like you know you would expect to see more you know. Dread and right. The Expendables too, right. in in a more prominent role in the summer where it is the guys are taking their girlfriends to right. to this and like you know forcing them yeah. to go and right. it's like it's the trade off where okay this week we'll go see Dread 3D and then next week you can drag me to your crazy Catherine Heigl movie and right. I don't know why I keep throwing everything on her. I but. Don't <laughs> I she was just, thinking before you said stands, Catherine Heigl, I'm always thinking Jennifer Aniston. She so, just stands out to me for the last couple of years as yeah. like the, you know, screwy romantic <laughs> comedy, whatever. But right. which actually, I don't hate her movies as much as I would think I do. Just to yeah. you know throw that out there, the last couple ones she's she's had were not that terrible, if you say so. But anyway, um, so yeah, like so going back to the Avengers. Uh, so going back to the Avengers. Um, well. If, if Which you start so early. If you start the summer films with the Avengers, you're already off to an incredible, incredible start. You know, both box office wise and as far as critics. You know, everyone seemed to really something about it that was more positive than not. And that was what that was May sixth. Right. So I mean, that's when we saw it. It was that week. It was the first week of May that it opened up. Right. And if you look, it, it's kind of funny because over the course of the summer, we have on several different occasions commented on how weird the summer is. And we've Mm -hmm. been kind of talking around it now, even for a while uh, without, I guess, really getting into the meat of it, but it's such a weird summer because it, it looked so good. Yeah. And everything has sucked. And it's, (laughs) there's been a lot of suck. It's so weird because when, when we started doing the show and I was like looking ahead, I was like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Because we're going to have, you know, if you start at the Avengers, not even, right. you know, like I said, worrying about, and you end with where we were last week, the, the Dark, Dark Knight. Night. Right. And you figure, you know, there's like 10 movies in between or 11, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And you're going, when I was looking ahead at this, I'm like, we got the Avengers, we're going to have mm-hmm. the Dark Knight, and we got a lot of things in between. Now, maybe not a lot of things that I thought. Those are for sure going to be awesome, right? Or, or like I thought of them right. in the same way as like the Dark Knight, right? But you had—I was really looking forward to Dark Shadows. Yeah, I thought Snow White and the Huntsman will probably be pretty cool. Although I did not actually dislike that a whole lot. 
No, but, I know. But you've you... got that being cool. You've got everyone talking about Prometheus. You've got yeah. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. How how much cooler a movie could you get? And you've got Spider Man, and all these movies in between. Mm-hmm. And 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 it actually all like begins and ends with the bookends. I mean, right. it's like the Avengers and the Dark Knight were yep. the only. Even though there are movies in between that I liked okay, they were right. the only movies you could really if you had hang right. your hat on. When we looked at when out. we looked at stuff and it was obviously the Avengers and then it was Dark Shadows and we were talking about them and like what you were saying, I wouldn't necessarily throw Men in Black Three anticipation wise right. up there with even what I felt for Spider Man. No, right. But I thought it's a summer film and it's gonna do great as a summer film. And there will be some fun. Even the even the one that I thought had the weakest of all of them was Snow White and Huntsman. Right. And I I wound up enjoying that more than many of the other like mid level summer films. I right. Mean, it's kind of how I feel. If you if you took and not that we saw every movie because clearly right. like practically number one on this list had we only seen it would be Battleship right because right. that was obviously <laughs> right. that was obviously so awesome. But yeah. if you took all these movies that we've seen between from the Avengers to the Dark Knight and put them in order of, right. of like how much you liked them. Right. Like you were just saying, you know, Snow White and the Huntsman would be way closer to the top than I would have ever predicted going into the summer. I would never have predicted that Oliver Stone's drug cartel bloody homage to Quentin Tarantino would be better received in my mind than Snow White and the Huntsman. And Savages sucked. Oh, right. Savages was horrible for me. And and just in that vein, like, just just looking at the list of them and just being like, wow, I can't wait for Spider-Man. You know, it's going right. to be oh, yeah. so much fun. On Prometheus, look at how amazing that was looking oh, trailer-wise and buzz-wise. And, uh, yeah, I was even like a little bit nervous about Prometheus. I remember we were we were but, talking about it, but I was but like, nothing oh, man, compared nothing to what it w- right. what it. The nervous, the nervous feeling before seeing it and the nauseous feeling after <laughs> yeah. seeing it were totally, were very, totally different. Very different. And and but it it looks so good on paper. And like this yeah. is the, this is the thing that we were. It uh, looked so good in the trailer. I mean, God. a lot of them looked. A lot right. of them did actually look. Yeah. Decent enough in the trailer. Um, but like going into this, like we were saying, you know, looking ahead and. You know, you you mentioned that the studios w- would want the summer to be six months long if they could have it. Right. And it's starting to look like they don't want there to be a summer. Right. At all. They're, they they're they slowly... want to spread everything out yeah. just to wherever. And you just have like, you know, somebody's coming out with the Avengers right. or, or, or equivalent or whatever. And that gets to be the summer movie. Yep. And everybody else goes, uh, well, March? What right. are you yeah. doing in March? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Because they're just taking these movies that should be summer movies that should be like competing for this money. And it's like everybody got together and agreed right. and said, you know, if if the, the Bourne movie comes out the same week as the Avengers or something. Right. And not only that, but... You know, speaking of that, now I'm like getting ahead of <laughs> I'm getting ahead of my own speech I was going to give here. But at one time, Total Recall and The Born Legacy were coming out on the same week. Absolutely right. Yep. And and now they said, well, let's not. That was they that was a clerical right. That they, was a clerical error they, that was never meant to happen. They spooked right? each other, and then both offices mutually and unbeknownst to each other pushed to another week, and they left the original week wide open. Right. What and, a funny, weird way to do and, things. And but it it's starting to look like that's how the whole year goes now. Yeah. Everyone, it, it's you know, summer movies just don't really exist anymore as an actual window of time. Right. The elasticity now, now they're has been now they're just a kind of movie. Right. It's a type of and film, it's like yeah. whenever whenever that might happen. Yeah. Like if you have you know Wrath of the Titans coming out way too early for yeah. summer. Or the Hunger Games, and like I said, I'm I, I kind of feel like maybe the Hunger Games is is a special case in, in when it's going to come out, right. because they have other theories that they're working mm-hmm. on. Um, just like you know, just like the ridiculous vampire whateverness that always comes out <laughs> in November, right? right? That's always like mid end 
November, whatever, yeah, somewhere around there, where it should be kind of a summer movie, right? But it's almost like they're specifically not going to have it in the summer because they don't want it to be associated with the idea of being right. a summer movie, right? They want to pretend it's not. But you've got you know, Wrath of the Titans coming out way early. You've got like the Transformers movies have yep. been coming out, whatever March or April or somewhere around there. Yep. Um, and you and then you've got like these movies coming out so late, like Looper and Dread, right? September. I mean, that are yeah, right. the the tail end of September. Yeah. Which you know historically that's that's not summer no. at all. Once if once people school, are back in school, school and work, you're, you that know, is yeah. you're not a summer movie, right? And and it's so weird, but like I said, it's like everyone got together and said, okay, you got the Avengers, you know, you come out this time, we'll leave you alone, mm-hmm. you leave us alone in March or October <laughs> right. or the end of September or whatever it is, you know, don't put out your other movie right. on this week and, and don't have Total Recall and The Bourne Legacy on the same week. You know, yeah. if we spread it all out, you know, fine, you'll get all the money there is for the Avengers. Yeah. And hopefully we can get something, you know, during these other boring weeks or whatever. But if it all comes out at the same time, then we're all going to get, you know, not nearly as much money. You know, there's still only so much money that can go into theaters in any one week. And and there's a notion notion behind that, too, which is funny. And it goes a little bit more below what we're talking about surficially, which is just, you know, the summer calendar being extended. But. If you have a great film and you release it against a great film, it should do great because not only are the reviews spectacular, the word of mouth is spectacular. People are going to eventually go see both films. But the way they think about it is, you know, we've invested $180 million, and if we put it up against something that's glitzier and, you know, shinier than ours, we may only recoup a right. third of that, you know, so let's wait. It's all about getting that money back. And I can appreciate that, but still, you know, maybe if you tightened up a bit and you didn't remake Bewitched every four years, right. maybe you would have a product that could stand against anybody at any day right. and say, look, we this is an amazing movie and we can get what we want. So right. that's just a mini gripe I have about Bewitched. Well, and not only that, but the thing that's strange for me, um, and I don't know, maybe not all movie critics or something, but movies make so much – people buy DVDs right. so much now. Yep. That, I mean, it, it's like when uh, John Carter came out, which, you know, another example of total summer movie or whatever, right. which I thought, you know, that was a, a good movie. But when that came out and it's like, this is how good it did at the box office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it's like, okay, we're writing that movie off as a $200 million loss. And yeah. now we're not going to even put the money into this other movie because that one ended up doing so, so bad. And, you know, whatever kind of crazy, you know, ways that people make decisions, but you know, that had not even come close to coming out on DVD by the time they're already calling the movie a loss. Like right. the money we put in the movie has to come back from the theater, right? Or it's like it doesn't count somehow. Yeah, it never. We, we don't. Yeah. It's, it's not like even, you're not going to get that money. Even <laughs> films that have done horrible in the box office returns in a theater and then have an incredible—I mean, an unexpectedly incredible windfall for film on DVD or even on right. licensing rights—they don't they look makes, at it the it, same way. It makes no difference. Shawshank Redemption is care. a great example. Didn't do that right. stellar in the theaters. It got nominated for for things and it deserved things, but it never took on the life it did until it finally right. But who doesn't own and, that? Right. I mean, and it's it's so funny now because um, the numbers are like shifting in such weird ways. If you look at all of the different markets, all of the different ways people do things, and even the movies that stream on like Netflix or something, and, you know, obviously the studios get something for that, but they, but, you know, they don't get the same as buying it right but you know like streaming on netflix i almost consider like hearing music on the radio yeah versus buying it you know what i mean i mean you it's like just because it's streaming on netflix doesn't mean that the person isn't going to buy it yeah because 
they are apparently people I mean, and it, people Blu-ray and DVD sales they are love like through them. the roof. Right, the people just love owning movies in a way that books. You know, people lo- if you're into reading, you know, you love having a book. Right. Even even people who I know I'm shifting quickly, but even people who I know love ebooks. They still buy the tangible book. They right. love it on their shelves. They love the look of it. They like the the possession of it. Right. Same thing for movies. If I could just digitize all my films like I can my music now onto my iPod, I think I would still buy movies. There's right. something about loving them on my shelf, even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I can't stop. Right. And I'm not alone. Well, and you it's know, like... a lot of people that do it, it. It's like the... And like you said, the sales prove it. Yeah. And, and it's funny because like the, you know, the Walmart thing where you can go in and like... <laughs> like you bring in your movie and right. they'll... Give you back. It's like a five dollar donation to nothing upgrading or to something. Blu-ray or something. <laughs> yeah, give us your movie. We'll give you nothing. We'll give you and back the ability to like right. watch it on streaming. Yeah. And I'm like, now wait, what? Now? Yeah. Would be like, <laughs> How? Would give you... me your money and and I'll tell people you had it once. Right. You know, I know. Right. You it's... could have bought anything you want. I know. I'm trying to like figure out what the comparison yeah. is to that. Like, if you take them a book, then they'll give you like the audio book file that you can download on iTunes. I've heard places doing that. It's like. But I have the book. <laughs> but, I don't know. Anyway, it's you know, in certain ways, it's like a changing world, well, right? Because people stream everything, but still, right. I mean, the movies sell, and I just don't understand the thing where now it's like, like I said, there there really is no summer anymore, and and this this summer proves it. Even if you just look at the movies that we saw, yeah. Once you leave the Avengers, right? We got Dark Shadows, which is. Like, not really a summer movie, exactly. Um, And you got The Dictator. Men in Black 3 is totally summer movie. Yep. And it's got the pedigree for it. It just turned out to be horrible, right? Right. And and that's the other thing about summer movies is that there there are only – if you really look at what should count as a summer movie, and you got – right there, you got The Avengers and Men in Black 3, and they Mm -hmm. both should count as a summer movie just for, like, what they are, Right. right, the kind of movie they are. This is like what you get from summer movies now is like either, man, we're going to make this like the best movie there ever was. So you got the Avengers and you got like Dark Knight Rises and it's like we're going to throw all this money at it and we're just going to do everything we can to try and make the greatest thing ever. Right. Or you got like Men in Black 3 or, you know, kind of even Spider-Man in a way. Where it's like, eh, we're going to make this, and people are going to go see it because it's summer and it's in the theater. It's, right. it's like, um, you know, it's like George Costanza, like, selling Seinfeld to the NBC right. guy. He's like, well, why am I watching it? Right. Well, because it's, Cause on, it's TV. on TV. Right. right. I mean, and that's and, – yeah. and so they don't necessarily give things like there, – there's no, like, kind of in-between treatment of movies. There's either, like, yeah. we're going to push this, like, insanely and do everything for it. Or we're just going to kind of go, eh, give me a movie that I can have something in the theater. Right. I mean, it, it's weird looking like, back over like the Rock list. Like Rock of Ages. Well, <laughs> yeah. Look, looking back over the list, a lot of what I had trouble with seemed to be writing. You know, it seemed yeah. to be the disappointment in who they chose to wrote or what decisions they had. There were a few films, and I was just thinking of Rock of Ages, which just would have been much more better. It seemed like we had two running complaints. It was the running time and the writing right and, you know most of the time it was rarely the acting i don't remember a film that truly was faulted in my review or yours cuz we didn't like the acting it was almost always just the story and yeah god and, this ran 40 minutes longer than it should have you or, know look looking back at this list that's actually very strange that i don't think there's any of these movies that i would say oh yeah that person was horrible in even it. even, even like these, snow white where yeah. we're supposed to be hating kristen stewart because right. that's that's what people do and like i said before we saw that movie i was like i've seen her in some things and i don't think she's that horrible right and it's funny because I just got into a Twitter conversation the other day um, with, with, some, with somebody about Kristen Stewart oh. who said something about, you know, how Kristen Stewart's acting didn't hurt Twilight or something. Right. I don't remember exactly what the thing was. And I'm like, <laughs> and, a memorable and, conversation. And I, no, I don't remember the starting point. Oh. But, so I was like. I was like, yeah, you know, Kristen Stewart's acting. That's really the problem with the Twilight series. Like, 
if only yeah. we had, you know, like Meryl Streep coming in, being right. in the right. Twilight series, then all of a sudden it'd be awesome right. movie, right? Like, right. like she really makes a difference. It, uh, you know, can you judge a person's acting by being in a totally stupid no. movie? I no, mean, does that even not. make any sense? But I had seen her in some things, and even in that, I mean, I thought she was pretty good in that. Yeah. I, I, you know, she wasn't outstanding, but it's, it's only weird. it's only Snow White, but she was good. Right. But none of these movies, I think you're exactly right. I don't think there's any of these movies, which I think is weird. Even the guys in Abraham Lincoln, which... I think it's really weird that we hated so many of these movies. <laughs> yeah. And cannot put anything really nothing on, on the actors Nothing's on the actors. You know, nothing stands out as being even savages. Which, no, even which if, if if there was going to be a movie, that's the one that I would probably think it would be because right. there are a lot of ways that the acting could have made that even worse. I knew it was going to be a horrible movie for the writing six minutes in, and I get <laughs> wargasms. <laughs> well, Once I heard wargasms, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. But that is a movie, clearly, with the kind of situations yeah, that, they, right. that they put together in that movie – if the acting had not really held up, I mean, it would have been. I have know, to like look Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Look, look or here's the thing: it could have I'm really gonna, gotten yeah, loopy. Goofy. No, I know, and I'm going to say that probably we laughed the hardest, not at the dictator, not at Men in Black Three. We probably laughed the hardest, and maybe even the most uncomfortably at Ted. Ted was just, yeah. you know, all limits are gone, like whatever Clearly. you want to say. But I still think the funniest moment of the summer for me was in Savages. I just think Benicio del Toro would just be like, you think about it. <laughs> like that whole scene, just still like when I'm like thinking about her telling about somebody else, but you I know, just start cracking up. You know, it's, it's funny and um, God bless like, that scene, man. We, that was we are, so great. We are getting close on time. And <laughs> we're gonna have to end this and, anyway. And but, didn't even do what we were gonna, uh, gotta do. Sorry, really. but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, we were gonna go back and say some things. So I'm gonna say right now that we both hated the soundtrack of Spider Man. I mean, oh, I, man, I, I said I said that Let's before. Get it finally on record. Yeah. Oh God. I, I did. I did say that at the beginning, but it really was awful. It was and interrupting it was, and distracting. It was just. It was almost like some kind of crazy throwback to like a 1940s movie or something, where it's it, or, or even a movie like you know. Some of the movies that I find interesting when it comes to soundtracks are like the first like talking movies, yeah, where it's like we didn't have to have the you know <laughs> yeah. of like the silent movies, right? But at the same time, we weren't absolutely sure what we were supposed to be doing right. either, right? And so the soundtrack would just be like the soundtrack's almost like a sign that says "feel sad now," right? Uh, you right. know, I mean, it's just yeah. like so overbearing, and that's how Spider Man was. It was crazy, yeah. It was so weird to be watching like certain parts of the movie and actually notice to such a right. degree how weird the soundtrack they was were, being at you because that is these days that's a rare thing. A huge even mistake. even in a bad movie, right. it's rare that the soundtrack is that weird. Right. Even when even when you don't like the soundtrack or it's it's being a little weird or whatever, but to really stand out the way that it did in this movie, yeah. you just don't see that a lot from anyone. No, I agree. And and we've been joking about how we should get this, you know, in somehow since we've seen Spider Man. Right. We gotta find a way to say we really hated this, but it was, No, it the summer was just at a glance it looked promising upon inspection. It looked really interesting. And, you know, in execution, it was really kind of hollow in a lot of places. It, and it was it was one of the most disappointing summers as yeah. a whole that I can remember in a long time. And what's weird is, like, you come out the other end of it and wonder if you were ever even really in a summer. Yeah. That, because well, and part of it was also, like, like what we said going back to Dark Shadows, is you just... You Johnny Depp together, and you have something that's a you know a passionate project for at least one of them, and you just expect you know a certain delivery. Right. And there were just mistakes and missteps, and and, and and just the writing at that on that one just got goofy. And that was one where I think we even said this in the show where it was like we had this really good idea, yeah, we had an idea for how it would be constructed, <clears throat> but that only got us through like fifty minutes, right? Or, or Hour. Right. And, and then, then after that, yeah. it was like, now we got to 
whip some stuff together. Well, speaking okay. of that, we yeah, gotta so, we gotta whip up an yeah, ending so here. Oddly enough, now the show's about to end. Thanks for thanks for staying with us. We may not have stayed exactly on topic of what we wanted, but uh, I, I don't know. I, think I don't hit, know that we had we a hit topic a few, we wanted. Right? We talked a lot about the summer and movies we saw and movies we want to see. Right. Um, but yeah, next week we'll be back, and like I said, with Total Recall. Yeah. And thanks so much for listening. Yeah, and, that's and, really, really great. And it, this this will be such a test. It's almost to the point where I'm like, that's too many people now. I'm ner- now we have to do a good show. Well, this no, will sober them. No, right, exactly. Us, us we talking will, about just we will turn them around quickly. No, Total Recall looks fun, and it'll be cool to see if anybody gets in touch about whether or not they like the versus. Right, that'll be a good Even show. as simple as that. So, All right, check us out next week and at rescreening.com, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.